to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody. I'm just checking to make sure that I am back live streaming. I do want to have a conversation today. It's very much podcast style today. It's me. I've got some things to talk about and you asking questions and interacting, if that's okay. Uh, If you're listening as a radio program, just know that there is a visual part of this. You can go to Facebook and simply go to facebook.com slash Forbes Riley fan page. Uh, First thing I got to do is make sure I have any spinach in my teeth. I just ate a spinach pie. All right, so as we are zooming along here towards the end of January 2023, I want to check in with everybody who is in my world, who loves what we're doing, and to see if you're sticking to your plan, even if you have have a plan. Some of you, you started out, I'm going to have resolutions, I'm going to get moving. Three weeks later, my job right now is to check in with you, wake you up, and reset your target. Does that seem fair? Okay. So the first thing that I want to talk about, and I wrote this out about productivity, You know, I teach a training called GSD with Forbes.com. Stands for Get Shit Done. It is an entire movement of thousands of people who have decided for themselves that procrastination is not healthy. Is having projects in your head, on your desk, in your file folder, not healthy? How do I what I mean by that? Well, I've recently had a few friends pass away, and I often reference my father in a lot of what I do. And I show a garage where he, in fact, passed away with lots of things ready to go. He never got any of them done. And so I, every Sunday, I do a two-hour training, and I interact with people. And I've, now we've had about 17,000 people go through this training that I've personally met or interacted with. And I'm starting to hear patterns that are not serving you guys. So hopefully this, this, um, this program will be something that you want to share with people who dream maybe who don't dream big let's start there who dream small uh i've recently gone on tour around the country i'm in las vegas today meeting people who say things like and see if you're one of them i have a fear of failure okay well that makes sense however failure is one of the coolest things that you can deal with because when you fail you learn a lesson if you're smart that's why they say sometimes you're doomed to repeat your failures let's not do that let's acknowledge that we failed on something we set out to do You wanted to write the book, you wanted to lose the weight, and you didn't do it. Okay, you failed. I don't want to hear, well, I tried. Nobody cares what you tried to do. They really don't. I failed. Awesome. Because now what you want to do is you want to get out that notebook and write down the 10 reasons you failed. I set out to lose 10 pounds. I gained 12. I failed. All right, so then let's break it down. Number one, you didn't have a big enough why. I watched my husband, Joshua, who was on stage at Mr. Olympia. He succeeded at his goal. Every night and every morning when he was in pain from a motorcycle accident, he still went to the gym. When he didn't feel like eating foods that he wanted to, look, he just walked in. He still did that because his why was really powerful. Have a why. A high school reunion, a wedding, a photo shoot, uh, all of a, you want a reason and a deadline. That is one of the biggest things you want to do. I, I, I tried to write my book and just, it's been three years. I have a great story. I hear this all the time. Why haven't you written the book? You know what? No deadline. And then no consequences for the deadline. Think about this. What's a consequence on a deadline? You owe somebody money. Oh, in fact, let me share with you. One of my most successful diet programs ever was called the $5,000 diet program. This is how that worked. And it was kind of crazy. What we did was there's Joshua in the background. What we did was I said, guys, give me $5,000, put it in my account, 30 days, if you don't lose your 10 pounds, I keep all the money. Oh my God, such a crazy reaction. Everybody who ponied up the money, put it in my bank account, got all their money back. You know why? Because every morning they woke up, they weren't saying, oh, I really want the donut. Should I have the donut? They, what they did was they immediately woke up and said, I'm not having that donut. It could cost me $5,000. Wow, what a different set of consequences, right? So I'm going to tell you a lot of what you want to succeed is basically a mind game. 
okay? But the, oh, well, I try, it's too hard. My friends don't think I can do it. Not listening to those anymore. We're creating actionable steps so you can what? Succeed. Now here's the other crazy one. I've had people say to me, I have a fear of success. Oh my gosh. Let me share with you. If you have a fear of success, it will avoid you at all costs. Well, that isn't what you want. So why do you keep saying things that are not helping you? And I'm like leaning into my camera. I'm so excited today. And I love that Christian is here and I've got a whole bunch of friends and family listening live. You guys, if you love this program, I'm going to ask that you please, please share it with people. Get it out there. Podcast wise, we are booming and growing. And the bigger we get, the more amazing guests we're going to be attracting. I know this is my hotel room here. Guys, what can I tell you? So the next thing about productivity is, well, let me go back to the fear of success for a second. Can we just unpack that? I'm sorry, what do you mean by I have a fear of success? Again, on that notebook, I'd like you to write down five things that you mean when you say fear of success. I mean, I almost can't comprehend how someone would say that, but maybe it's because you're in a family where when you succeed, they, they, they put you down, or you're in a relationship where if you're too successful, they put you down. My solution for that, change people around you. They often say that you're the sum of the five people around you. Let me tell you, if, if people are putting you down because you're successful, oh, you are in the wrong room. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. There are so many amazing people on a similar journey to you. Now, one way to connect to them, I built a group for this, a free Facebook group, because I wanted people who were on that same journey with me to hang out with me, people who believe in the impossible. I know that's a crazy thing, right? In fact, if you separate the words impossible, it becomes I'm possible. Are you around people who wake up every morning and read a positive affirmation, listen to a, a video that inspires them, go to the gym, eat great food? Or are you around people who are sitting there smoking and drinking, hanging out late at bars and wondering how come they're not more successful? I'll tell you why they're not more successful. They don't believe they could be or should be. And so some of you listening to this, hopefully this is eye-opening. You're like, man, I keep thinking, I keep looking at other people and wondering how come I'm not there. I just had a conversation on Clubhouse. If you're not on Clubhouse, you're missing out. Clubhouse is a free app. I have been on for a very, very long time. And I'm what's called a moderator in a couple of rooms that are educational, informational. You can also get leads and clients there by interacting and just being human. So... I go back to one day when my son was nine years old and he said to me, mommy, I think all the good ideas have been taken. I said, huh, I sure hope you're not right. But from your perspective, he's like, yeah, you know, there's TV, there's cars, there's things. I said, baby, you have no idea what's, what's available to us. And then shortly after he said that Facebook live came out, TikTok came out, clubhouse came out. Now AI is out. There's so many things. What you get to do, is to narrow down your interest. What do you love doing? I'm gonna tell you, if you love doing something, we can help you make money from it. There are no limits to the unique, diverse ways for you to generate money. I have been teaching and coaching my entire life. Now, some of them were pretty strange. When I was in college, the only thing I had to teach was tap dancing, I had to tap dance. And I got eight or 10 people every month to pay me X amount of dollars. And so I had extra cash in my pocket. You know, I also had a job at CVS, which I didn't like as much because I was working for somebody. But here I am teaching tap dancing. When in my early 20s, there was a, 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 I want to say a platform called the Learning Annex. And they allowed you to put your teaching or coaching up there. And I, even, I wasn't even a really successful host, but I figured out some things. And that was my first class at the Learning Annex. I was teaching how to host. I put down my, my thoughts, my skills, things I wanted to train, improv things. And then all I did in the back of the workbook was put resources that I had found on different agencies, on different, in this case, when I now teach how to pitch, but how to get the right kind of lighting, the right kind of green screen background. So if you recently learned something, you can teach that. I know that sounds crazy, but it's never the message. It's always the messenger. So if you fell in love with how to pitch, for example, that's what I'm doing right now. And you, see, you know, Forbes, I love your class, 
How about I just promote your class? Oh, wait, wait, you don't even have to build something to sell it? That is the mind-blowing differential that I am sharing with everybody. Most of my career, I didn't have a product. I didn't have my own anything. I promoted other people's products. And it's funny because I'm here uh, this week at what's called Affiliate West. On Affiliates is somebody promoting somebody else. You don't work for them. You're not technically a salesperson, but you do own commissions. And there's such a unique strategy to finding somebody else's coaching program, somebody else's vitamin, somebody else's book, and you promote it. Now you want to say, well, Forbes, if that's great, how do I do it? Haha. The first thing I would tell you, come to my Sunday training, masterclass. In that, I will help you. It's on Zoom. I'll get to see you and interact with you. Create a, a world around you where people trust you. So one of the things I do with all my clients is I go to their Facebook page. So if I went to your Facebook page right now, a couple of things I might see, a lot of things I should see. Number one, and this is a great masterclass right here. What do you call that Facebook page with your name on it? Do you call it a personal page? Because it's not personal. No, in fact, if I can type in your name and it pops up, pretty dang public if you ask me. Right. So I would suggest that you take off your kids, your dog, and the beautiful picture of the landscape that you like and put that on your refrigerator. Or if it's kids, particularly kids, put that into a private Facebook group that only you and your family have access to. Because I will tell you, the more you get well-known and recognized, the more you do not want your children or your loved ones in the public eye because they'll get stopped at school. Or it just doesn't make sure that you protect them. So let's imagine that this first Facebook page is what we call a gateway page. Oh, it is a gateway. Now, by the way, the secrets that I'm giving you, I, I charge a lot for these, but I'm just going to give them today because I, I had my favorite guest, I, oh, somebody I was so excited to talk to, canceled at the last minute. I thought, you know what? I'm going to give my audience superb value today. So get your pad out, write this down. Imagine that that page is a gateway. Because why? Well, you want to build up a tribe of people who respect you, who listen to you, because you have a certain set of tastes and friends and fans, even if you don't realize it. it took me a long time to get my head around why anyone would want to listen to me. Well, everybody wants to listen to somebody else who's further down the path than them. So I live with a fitness expert who teaches other people who don't have as much skills as him fitness. Then he goes to the marketing guy and the marketing guy teaches him a little bit because they're all further down the road. Okay. Facebook, even if you don't use it, is a dynamic free billboard. It's a great way when people just look at your name, it pops up. And this is something you want to start really thinking about. Forget about your company, your product, your service. Just look at you for a second, okay? Who are you? Who's attracted to you? Who wants to listen to you? Who wants to follow you? Well, if you put out great content and you're always uplifting or educational, informational, now not everybody inspires everyone in the same way. So if there's somebody getting a million views on TikTok because they do a comedy 30-second short every day, that's not you. I also don't know how to monetize that. But one of my friends for just doing comedy skits has now got a million followers. If she then started advertising to her million followers, something that seems similar to maybe how you could make reels, how you can learn on TikTok, she's going to build an audience. And at some point, you guys, an audience will pay for what you have. But your responsibility is to create this. So let's start with Facebook. If I go to your Facebook right now and I type in your name, what is the banner? Now, I'm not saying to sell on this page. No, no, no. You do not sell people. In fact, somebody said this yesterday to me, and I, I can't believe I'm going to say it out loud. But if you're always selling and not providing value, it's like going out on a date and always just asking people for sex. That's not what this is about. You don't cut right to the end of it. You don't sell somebody. Write this down. Excite them, engage them, enroll them. And this is so exciting because it doesn't matter what your niche is. I've helped people who, she was a crochet person. She has 100,000 people who follow her who want to crochet. And she has great content. 100,000 people, not me, I don't want to crochet, but they're out there. 
So whatever it is that you love, know there's people who would follow you if you put it out in the right way. So now I'm looking at your banner. Number two, a confused mind doesn't buy. So I've looked at people's banners lately with a picture of their book and a slogan and a logo and their, it's like, whoa, wait, one thought, just be simple, clean and engaging. So for me, it might be, want to get your message out? Come with me and learn to pitch. That's a little too silly. Um, so maybe uh, life's a pitch and then you buy in quotes with a cute picture. That's enough to go, wait, wait, what, what did she say? Now, and by the way, you can always change it, you can update it, but it just should be something that's fun, enlightening and engaging for somebody who comes to your page who's never met you before. Then that little circle to the left, that little thing, that's a face holder. It's not you five miles away with great landscape. I built, again, these are all my opinions, but I've built one of my pages to 1.8 million fans, okay? That little circle is how we can find you, especially if you have a common name. If your name is Karen Smith, there are, I think there are 8,400 of those. Love, good name. But how do I know it's you that I want to find? Luckily, this is only one or two Forbes Rileys. The other one's a fake. But a beautiful picture of your face. So now someone comes and goes, oh, this is cool. The next thing, when you're looking on the left side of this page, it says intro. Now I want you to help me here. If I wrote, and I've read this from a lot of people, I am a child of God, a mother, a wife, and I love helping people. Is that really what you do, what you want strangers to know? It's all true, I get it. But if you said, I have created a course to get your message out and build confidence, and then you can put a link there. So one of the secrets of pitching, don't tell anybody else, this is a secret. You're always thinking about the other person. What can you do for them? Not who you are, what you do, all that. It's not about you. It's what you can do for them. Now, the other little secret is that when you connect to people, respect that they're also busy. They're thinking about their kids, what's for dinner, what I want to work at Facebook, I didn't work out today. They're going a mile a minute. If you fire hose them with all that you're doing, they're not going to listen. And in fact, you can see it in their eyes. I have people pitch me. I wish they looked at my face more because they're talking and they're talking. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Forbes, you want to buy it? Um, no, I, I don't even really, I didn't even really hear what you said because you were all over the place. So being specific, you know, one of the many things that I love to teach is called my UPF, my ultimate pitch formula, because it enlightens you to things that you don't think about. For example, when you're talking to somebody, can you make an assumption about them? So I just left uh, a big network marketing conference. And I think this is a mistake that all network marketers make. They teach their people, their downline to ask questions. Hi, Forbes, nice to meet you. So Forbes, come on, tell me, tell me what you tell me about you. Tell me what you do. And I'm thinking you're kidding me. Tell you what I do, which is like a mile and a half long why am I telling you this so that you can then figure out which part of my life you want to sell me back? I don't need to ask a question. I can't even see you guys. But I'm going to see some names. I see Brendan. I see Lady. I see Christian. I see Jay. Can I make an assumption about you guys right now? That you're on a path to learn more, which is why you're on this podcast now, right? You are entrepreneurs who are looking to serve more. Great. So if I said to you as an entrepreneur looking to serve more, would it be best in your best interest to learn how to pitch what you do to get yeses on a daily basis? Would it serve you if your branding and your message was all clear and consistent? Well, just so you know, that's one of the things that I teach. Wow, I made it all about you. So I've got Jay here. Jay is a chef. If I said to you, well, I own a restaurant and it's really wonderful and you should come to it. Well, that's okay. Or if I said, hey guys, are any of you interested in eating healthier? but it comes quick. Like when you go to a fancy restaurant, it takes forever to eat, but then there's fast food, which is bad for you. What if I told you that I make fast food fun and healthy? All of a sudden you want to know more. And in my world of pitching, that is, that's the golden goose. That's the, that's the thing that you want to do. You want the person listening to you to be so engaged that they keep saying, yeah, tell me more, tell me more. I didn't even see you guys, but I can make those assumptions. When I, and, but, and here's the other thing, too, about this word assumptions. It keeps you, when you pitch, from sounding like a freaking billboard. 
Because if you don't assume anything, it sounds like, hi, everybody, I teach you how to pitch, how to have a much better life. And I'm sorry, what? So one of the things that you want to really understand, so one of the is assumptions. When I'm speaking to a group of women, and I can see how old you guys are, this is not a joke. There's a difference between 20-year-old women and 60-year-old women, right? Somewhere in the middle, it's hard to tell the difference. But if I'm talking to a group of college students, might I assume all kinds of things about them? That they're new, there's things they don't know, they're eager, they think they know it all, depends on who you're talking to. But how do I get to 20-year-old minds? They're dreaming, they're not mothers yet. They're, they're you know, they're, there's a woman thinking about just what, what the possibilities are. And so I might position what I'm doing from the future. Hey guys, you know what? I was you, but you 40 years ago. Let me give you some insight into the journey of what it took to be successful. How I wasted so much time because I didn't implement quick enough. That I didn't ask enough people for help and support because I thought it made you look weak. Those are things I'm going to empower them with. I am not going to talk to a group of 60-year-olds that way because they're on the season second half of their life. What are they looking forward to? They're looking forward to leaving a legacy. They're, as women, they're looking forward to being feeling important. I know this about women because you can study this whole group, or I am one. I definitely advise that you, you, you preach to the people that you look like because it's easier to start that way. And so when I'm talking to 60-year-old women, 50-year-old women, who have been in the corporate world forever, who have no identity, who have no self-confidence. If I said, look, if I can get you to say yes, to get yeses from other people, to not even have your own product, but promote someone else's, would you like to earn an extra $500,000, not a month, but a week? Yeah, I have the ability to help you do that. I get yeses from them. You guys can do the same thing. And this is why I love teaching pitch, because pitching is not closing secrets. It's not what I've read in books, I see the materials that everyone else has put out. And I guess it's fine if you're a car salesman, you're in retail. I believe that pitch is every moment of every day. Yeah, every time you get a yes. In the morning, if I roll over and go, Joshua, can you rub my neck? If he says yes, that was a good pitch, right? What's in it for him? Well, if I feel better, I'm able to roll over and give him a kiss. There's always something that you want to do for the person who's giving you a yes. That's why they're saying yes to you. So I love teaching this. Um, for those of you who are my regulars on, on today on today's show, from Jay to Christian, tomorrow night, which is Thursday, if you're listening live, I have a one-time only training called www.pitchwithforbes.com. You guys have never seen this. Mostly in that room will be network marketers because I am working on a, a whole training called Pitch Secrets for Network Marketers. There are so many insights and little tricks that if you knew it as a network marketer, you would do better. So if you are a network marketer, have ever done that, put a yes in the, in the comments as we're doing this live on Facebook as well. And you guys can always go back and watch me in the video, uh, talk to you live on my Facebook page, Forbes Riley fan page. And so one of the things that's crazy about when you promote other people's things, first, you got to build your own world. Who are you? So if you're selling a health and fitness product, right? Why am I listening to you? If you don't look healthy and fit, the first thing is, hmm, so maybe your first thing to do is if you want to sell healthy and health and wellness products, start looking healthy and fit. Yeah, and that's not just your body. Your body can be fit at any level, but it's your hair, your skin, your nails, the whole way you present yourself. Do you sound, I literally have had people come up to me going, yeah, well, I work for a wellness company. I promote their, I'm sorry, what? That's never, and, and that person has got a big heart, but didn't realize that the pitch begins with you. So walk your walk is the first thing I'm going to recommend to you guys. Then on your social media, everywhere, walk your walk. See, if I were promoting, there's a company, and by the way, I'm not going to promote it right now, but if you want to know more information, I have the coolest access to capsules with real fruits and vegetables in them. 50 jam-packed in there that don't taste bad. One of the problems I had growing up with vegetables is my mother pretty much opened a can for vegetables. So if they weren't green and slimy like asparagus from a can or oh, if you've ever eaten that, it's horrible. Uh, I didn't realize how good vegetables could be until I got into my 20s and started understanding, you know, the, the idea of sauteing and roasting. You can roast broccoli and you can roast beets, so many great vegetables, cauliflower. I didn't grow up with any of that. 
So to this day, I don't get enough servings of my vegetables and then fruits. I also have very high in sugar. I don't get how many fruits and vegetables do you eat a day, right? If you could take three capsules and get all of your servings for a day, you'll up your level of health. So I just, if you want more information about that, just, just, you know, find me on social media, back chat me going, hey, Forbes, can I get some information? I've been taking this particular product, which is all healthy, all natural, all organic for the last eight years. And crazy thing about this company is that if you buy the product, they will give the product to a kid. Doesn't even need you, and you get to pick the kids. So in my case, it was my children, but you can sponsor a child. You can do all kinds of really cool things because kids don't get enough nutrition. There's zero nutrition in French fries, hamburgers, and milkshakes and soda. Zero. You want to die at a young age? Go fast food. Okay, that's my pitch on that. So I'm meeting with these men and women who are promoting this product, and some of them are not, they just don't look fit. They don't look healthy. They don't look like they take the product. They don't look like they're enjoying life. That's the number one criteria if you're going to promote something. Why do I want to hang out with you? Because people buy and engage with people that they know, like, and trust. So that's the basic part of that. The next thing that we teach in pitch class is know your product. So I ask people, well, can you tell me what's in it? I got a reaction that looks something like this. Oh, uh, well, you know, I, I need to read the label. What's in it? Are you kidding me? If you don't know what's in, inside and out, you should know your product, love your product, whatever it happens to be. Now, here's the thing. Let's go back to the Facebook part of the training. And if you've just joined us, I would listen to the beginning of the broadcast. So let's say that you love this health and wellness product, these, you know, fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Should you put that as your banner on your Facebook page? No, no, and no. You don't want to start with the product. You might want to start with a picture of you out on a tennis court, on a beach, on a ski slope. It says, hey, I live a super health fit life, health, super healthy fit life. Want to know how? What a great banner that would be. I would be so intrigued to go, wow, yeah, I want to know how. Next thing you know, they're doing an engagement on your page. Oh my gosh. So do you think the first thing they should see is an ad for this product? No, and I reviewed so many pages and that's what I saw, the product. Guys, people don't buy products. They buy into why they want the product. It's such a different mentality, okay? So maybe after this really cool banner, nice headshot picture of you, the link to where you want to send them ultimately on the left side. But what does your wall look like? All right, so your wall, number one, is dictated by the people who follow you. So if you put up a meme that says, you know, if you only live once, once is enough, love that quote, and nobody comments on it. You love it, I love it, but your audience doesn't come to you to see that. They go somewhere else to see memes. Then you might want to try a picture of you and your family at a family gathering or family outing looking fun. And maybe now you get 10 comments. Oh, your tribe likes pictures of you and your family. Now, remember what I said about don't leverage the family too much. Maybe just a picture of a healthy. Well, no, I'm going to say it's you. Again, every case is different. You want to look at the comments. You want to respond to the comments. You want to engage them. And on top of the post, you might ask a question. Hey, I'm a busy entrepreneur, maybe like you. Do you find time to exercise? If so, tell me how. Do you realize that when you ask people for this kind of feedback, they cannot wait to share with you, especially if they're already your friends? So I'm going to invite you all to look at your wall, see what gets comments, what gets engagement, how many comments you respond to, because it's okay if somebody responded and said, wow, that's a great picture, or I, you know, I do jogging in the morning. You can then private chat them and say, hey, thanks so much for reaching out to me. Are you good on your nutrition? Because if not, I've got a new secret. See how you didn't sell? But you were that, really? What, what's your secret? Oh, well, and it's something I've been taking for a while. I noticed my energy is higher. My skin looks better. And then you give the link to what you're doing. You only get to give that link once they want it. Oh, oh, I hope that's like a massive mic drop. You only get to give the link once they want it. I'm going to walk to this little refrigerator in my hotel room while we're doing this to get some water because I'm, I'm so jazzed. I'm so just jazzed talking to everybody. And I'm loving the comments. I'm loving the engagement here. There's my giant bottle of water. So here we go. You only live once. Yeah, I guess that's a great, great quote. So go check out my Facebook wall and tell me what you think, how I'm doing. Because I believe that we're all just a crazy work in progress. 
Now, the second thing that I did that I love taking your brand, if you're going to build a group, wow. About five years ago, I had hired a very expensive company and this young woman was like, you need a group, you need a group. And I just looked at her like she had two heads. Why do I need a group? I didn't have anything to group with people. And then I did. What I decided was to create a community of like-minded people, entrepreneurs who are willing to support each other. And so on Facebook, I created something called Forbes Riley's Millionaire Maker Inner Circle. And there's about 6,500 people there. They weren't there two years ago. Now, I will tell you, there's a bit of a responsibility. If you set out a community like that, you need to provide content. You need to be interactive. And every day, I still do this on my own. I don't believe in hiring somebody to handle that part of my social media because then it starts to look like a newspaper or a magazine. It's generic. You come to me, you listen to my radio show because of my insight, my take on life. I go to other people because of that. I am finally, this at the beginning of next month, February, launching a newsletter. I had one many years ago, but these things take work. And they also take a specific philosophy. Why do we come to you? So as I'm looking at Christian, Christian is brilliant with sales. Christian's also an immigrant from another country, wildly successful. One of his niches could simply be, I'm gonna enroll people who are new to this country, either from his country or from anywhere in the world. I mean, think about how many new people are coming to this, this country right now and have no idea what to do first, how to live the American dream. And as I'm thinking of Christian, I believe Spanish is his first language. From what I can see on the border, there's a lot of people coming over who are Spanish speaking, maybe not English speaking and are lost. So maybe your newsletter, your blog, your page is in Spanish and it's free, but you're gonna help develop people who have kids I mean, grown men who are literally have nothing but you know, the clothes on their back. How are we supporting them? And in this case, Christian's you know, got a very big heart. But that newsletter, that blog might circulate at rapid speed. It might be, again, dual language speaking people in this country. I don't think that we service them enough. Again, if that's interesting, I'm just making this up. You know, Jay is a chef. Everybody who's ever wanted to you know, maybe he becomes the, the chef for non-chefs. So for me, I love eating, not a great cook. So if he decided to niche down and said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take my chef skills and I'm gonna show busy entrepreneurs how to make fast, healthy food. Wow, I, would, I actually would, would sign up for that newsletter. You know, you pop in, because it's very niche. It's very what you're up to and you identify what people want from you. And your Facebook wall, I think, is one of the fastest, most amazing places to launch this concept. And Christian just wrote on this feed, he said, that's brilliant. You know, I love creating new ideas. This is why I get hired as a coach and a mentor and a consultant to companies. I, one of my superpowers, very important to identify yours. My superpowers, I can put things together very fast and I see white spaces. I create businesses for people in a heartbeat. I can create your book and your table of contents in less than an hour. We're doing eBooks for people. We are doing courses for people. And I sit with people who are agonizing. Oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Pick one, let's do it and get it done. And feel free to write this down, but finishing is happiness. And take it from a member of the Procrastinators Are Us Club I wasn't that way when I was in school. In high school and college, I graduated college with two degrees in three years. I could get things done like that. But you know one reason I realized? I didn't have a family, I didn't have a love relationship, I didn't have a business on top of getting things done. So I had to relearn how to allocate, how to increase productivity. And I wrote down a couple of thoughts about that that I would love to share with you. So. To be clear, I believe being productive as an entrepreneur is crucial for your success in business, okay? Couple of tips, feel free to take notes. Number one is to set clear goals. I know it sounds obvious, doesn't matter how obvious it is, set clear goals. Give them dates, deadlines, and consequences. Mm. So if you told me, Forbes, I'm gonna write my ebook, which is a lot of what we're doing right now, I, it's been months. I, I said you can write an ebook in a weekend. Months, like people come going, oh, I'm still working on the title. 
I don't want to work with you if you're that person anymore. I want you to be a productive, amazing human being because I've got someone over here who has four different eBooks done and has already made $28,000. That's my client. That's my, and the difference is up here. It's all mentality. It's not skill. I give you a lot of the pieces for that, right? So when you, and then accountability partners, when you tell somebody else on this planet, and again, tell your accountability partner, imagine this, I'm going to get my ebook done by next Friday. If I don't, I send you a check for a hundred dollars. Wow. That's an interesting way to do it, right? Or the reverse is if I get it done with your help, because I know I won't, if you don't show up, I might give you a hundred dollars. And if I don't, I have to give, well, here's one. Okay. Let me rework that. Productivity partner. If I get it done, I have to give, I get to give you $100 for helping me. If I don't get it done, I have to give that $100 to my local charity. Your productivity is going to, partner is going to be all over your butt because they want the money, not the local charity, or not even saying a charity, just who knows what you're going to do with it, right? But if you inspired that person to be accountable with you, hello. All right, number two, <laughs> this is one of my least David, prioritize. There's a moment where you must sit down and look at all the things that you put on that to-do list and give them a one, two, or three, an A, B, or C. Because you cannot go to a buffet, guys, and eat everything all at once. I have this image of some of you who are like, well, I don't know what to do. I spend all time worrying about it. I can't. I'm fear of failure. With four forks in your mouth because you couldn't decide. Now, I want the chocolate cake and a steak and salad, and I'm going to put it up because I, just, I can't, couldn't decide. I'm going to eat them all at once. Hmm. Prioritize. I would start with the chocolate cake and work backwards. But that's just me. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? Pick one, do it and move on. Because what, what do we write down on our notes? Finishing is happiness. At the end of the day, what do you want? You want some money, you want respect, you want to, want to be happy. So if finishing is happiness, guess what? Finish. Number three, let's eliminate distractions. Yeah, I took Facebook off my phone. I'm, I'm not doing Facebook Lives at the moment because I just, if it's on my phone, man, I spent, I, I don't even calculate how many hours. I think Facebook had a thing where it showed you how many hours you spend on it. I was, okay, I need to step back for a second. And I can justify that I do it for business, but I don't, and then TikTok and dancing and I'm next, you know, I'm scrolling an hour has gone by. Did I get anywhere? Did I learn anything? No, eliminate. What is distracting you? Now, there's a couple of different ways to do this. We, had, we used to run productivity camps. We get everyone together, or we can even do this in a Zoom room, where you work for 20 minutes. You just, and you can see people, you're working, working. Then you get up, take a five minute break, walk around, do something, get water, come back, boom, another 20 minutes, five minute break. And you start to train yourself that the intensity gives you permission to have the free time. Because otherwise you're like a little hamster just kind of running around going, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I don't want to do this. I want to do Facebook. Yeah. I know I'm just like you guys. Okay. So the fourth one is to take breaks, scheduled, amazing breaks. Go back to high school. You know, you had a class, you had a break, you had a class, you had a break, you had lunch. There are days where I have worked all the way through lunch, all the way through dinner. And I don't know if I was productive as if I'd schedule breaks and food and water and all of those things. Okay. Number five. Begin to use technology to your advantage. And I would take the time to learn it. I would take the time to become a master at Google Drive. This one has changed my life, but I went kicking and screaming. Google Drive, Google Sheets, Google Slides, Google Forms. Oh my, and it's free. It is Google Photos. I go on and on. I remember looking at somebody's screen about seven or eight years ago, and it was so organized, and I just didn't understand back then. I do now. Folder. I don't, but here's the big thing. The ability that once you get big enough and you can share your documents and work on your documents at the same time with someone else remotely anywhere in the world, that, my friend, is the genius of Google. And I love it. So use technology. And then there's so many more technologies we're going to keep talking about. There's uh, you know ways to keep your database working. There's ways to automate emails. There's so many. Again, don't eat them all at once. But I would set out a couple of hours a week to learn something you don't know right now. And if you don't even know what that is, stay connected to my community because we continually offer resources. Okay. Number six is to delegate tasks. I know. Oh, but it's only perfect if I do it. Yeah, no. Learn to delegate tasks. 
And so even with the technology, you don't have to learn everything about the technology. You don't have to be proficient at you know, doing your funnels and building your email automation, but you should know enough to know what somebody else is doing for you and then have them do it, okay? And then if with regard to people, you wanna hire slow and fire fast. Do your due diligence, learn how to hire people. The next big secret in all of this is your onboarding process. Go back to Facebook for a second, see who's, who's listening to me here because I, this was huge for me. Do you have an onboarding process? So when somebody new comes into your world, they immediately understand who you are, what you do, what you need. And that, I, that, that's a massive game changer, okay? All right, uh, number seven is about organization. I had to take a class on how to get organized. I've also taken classes on feng shui to understand how to organize my environment so it feeds my heart, my soul. Uh, that's a big one. I would definitely do a little feng shui. You can feng shui your desk, you can feng shui your computer. And the essence of feng shui is a Chinese philosophy about energy in a space. And people who live in cluttered environments don't get much done. And there's a reason sometimes emotionally they keep it cluttered so they can stay some level of protection. If you don't know how, hire someone to help clean out your clutter, to make your workflow easier and more enjoyable. And organization is a very, very big factor in all that we do. Uh, and then eight, when it comes to being productive, and this is one of my favorite ones, it's overlooked, but it's how I make a living and it's what I do all day, every day. How do you take care of yourself? And for some of you, you don't realize how important this is. What is your personal level of health, fitness, and nutrition? And I can go back to the idea that how many fruits and vegetables do you get? How much bread and carbs and cookies do you eat? What do you drink? And what do you expect by doing it not to its fullest? And so most people, I don't think, put that, that component into their productivity schedule. But I will share with you that if you are not living your healthiest version of you, what I would recommend is if you're a friend or a fan of mine, that you schedule it on the calendar. You schedule your personal hygiene and maintenance from your doctor to your hairdresser to the nail salon to a massage to whatever you personally like to do. But I would schedule in a dinner or two with friends or family that you set out time to go to. You make sure that you eat properly, that you make sure you go shopping. Uh, you don't have to do the shopping anymore. You can lay out your entire shopping list and delegate it to someone else. I'm going to tell you all of these little tips, tricks, and secrets. Um, for those of you who don't have time, a lot of you say, I don't have time for all this. Yes, you do. Something that I did when I was um, 17 years old, when we, I was just gotten to college, and I realized it was a service that would do my laundry. And they weren't very expensive. And no one else really seemed to know about this, but it was literally like pennies per pound. And I thought, well, I can either spend the X amount of dollars it takes to put my money into the washer and dryer, it kind of worked out the same. This is what, I think it was even less money to have someone else do it than me putting the coins and the change into the washer and the dryer and the folding and sit there for two and a half hours. I wasn't very productive because it was kind of loud and whatever it was. I then, I think that's how one reason I did so well in college was I went, took my clothes every week down to this local place. They were very sweet. I gave it all to them. I'd come back a day later. It was all folded. It was nice. It was amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I did this for less money than the people sitting in the laundromat. Hmm. That incorporates delegation, time management, all of the things that I've been teaching and preaching. And I discovered that when I was 17. I think that's one of my life-changing uh, moments. The second one I realized when I had children, I did need some help because I was had a career. It was a very challenging time. And I had to hire someone and hired a nanny. I hired first an au pair, which was what a great, great thing to do. I had two different au pairs, which means they pretty much work for room and board and a little bit of money. They live in your house, but two of them from South Africa, one's from Germany. I never had an exchange student. I loved it. I loved learning about a different culture. I loved having the help in my house. And then at some point I graduated to a nanny, a full-time nanny. Uh, again, you have to make money to do this, but I'd rather go out working. And her name is Nora and my kids just turned 20 and she's still part of our family. She comes from Guatemala. I know her and her husband. And we basically became an extended family. And so my kids are bilingual. 
uh, they, they went the last two Christmases to go see Nora in, in Guatemala, see her family. And we created a bit of an extended family. Could you consider doing that? Most of you don't even realize you can do this. You do have to have a bit of an open heart and open arms and be willing to, it's a different way of life, but Nora loved to cook. You know that for about 10 years of my life, Nora would cook with us, for us, eat with us, hang with us. And she became part of our family. And I loved this so much, but I didn't know that someone would help. And then with my laundry again, having the laundry, the cleaning and your kids taken care of. Now, I, I spent a lot of time teaching and hanging out with the kids, but it was the, the mundane tasks that keep you from what you really want to be doing. Turns out Nora, of all the things, she, she loved my kids. She still does. She loved help taking care of us. She, we keep calling each other sister. That was a really valuable relationship to have for all those years. And if I didn't have the babies, I don't think I'd realize that I could have had her in my life as my dear friend. Um, you know, that's just how I rolled. So to that end, what's today been about as we're going to wrap up here? Being productive and taking 2023 by the horns. You're going to write down your goals. What is it you want to achieve? Now, I'm not saying your lifelong goals right now. Give me three-month goals. Are you writing a book? Are you putting on an event? Are you coming to a summit? You know, guys, I have a lot of amazing things coming down the pike because I'm practicing what I preach. Uh, number one, for all of you wondering how do you build an email list? How do you get more popular? How do you build your company? For free. Building your email list for free. Now, it's a training. The training is not free, but it's deeply discounted. And it's called Next Level. And so for Christian and Jay and all my friends who have taken OPP, it is OPP redone to the whole next level. It is a 12-week, three-month intensive where you, not only with me, but with my coaches, will sit together and implement what we're talking about. One of the things I realized after teaching for so many years now is that I can give you an assignment and you can give me excuses and it's okay. Not okay really in my world, but I don't have a choice. You know, I can't threaten you. In school, they threaten you, they do. In high school, they threaten you. If you don't get A's, you're not getting into college. If you don't get good grades, you gotta tell your parents. If you don't get good grades in college, you're not gonna graduate. All right, well, in the real world doing a course, I would love you to finish the course and do it, but I don't have anything to hold over your head. Well, I paid for the course, Forbes, and I just don't want to do it. Okay, that's too bad because you signed up, had great aspirations. I can help you, and you still don't want to do it. And I'm talking to some of my current students at the moment. I laid out homework. We always have homework. And come at the end of the week to, to meet, and they're like, well, you know, I got tired. I was so busy. So no, no, no. Next level is not that. What next level is, is that I'm going to teach you on week one and on week two, you have three implementation days, Q&A days, so that you can get this entire training done because I only care about your results. I only think it works when you have nailed what you said you wanted to do, completed it, got it out to the world because finishing is happiness, right? Is it making sense to you guys? Yeah. So there is, oh my God, can you help me go from five figures to Christian? Let me tell you something. If you're only making five figures, you're not, you, you can't even enjoy your life. Figures is a game. Money is a game. Too many of you don't think about it like that. And I hear you. Oh, I got to go get a job. Really? Because why? You want a job? Do you want to work for someone? Or do you want to be making money? Oh yeah, I need money. I wouldn't go get a job. I, I have create unique, amazing side hustles that make you money in your sleep. I took a 17 year old in her first month of business to six figures, Christian. How did we do that? Using systems, using the power of the internet and stop thinking like our grandparents did, okay? We have access and technology. If you've got an idea, a drive, a passion and interest, that's what we do. We can now help create you into a money generating machine. And a portion of that you can and should be making in your sleep. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, hmm, come join me. Reach out to me on social media and say Forbes, or just go to ForbesRiley.com. There's all kind of information there and some free gifts there. But I will, oh, 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 I see what Christian said. Christian said, OPP, 
He's one of my OPP students. Help me go from five figures to seven. Oh, I didn't really see that. I thought it was a question mark. <laughs> All right, so Christian, I, I'm a huge fan of Christian's. Christian is, he came from Peru. He has the most beautiful accent and look when I met him. He did not know how powerful he was, but I could see that. I could see a vision for him that I think had been squished. So many times teachers will do that. I, I talked to so many adults who go back to their seventh grade teacher told me I was stupid. True story, that was last week in class. I said, how old are you? I'm 56. But you're telling me that 50 years ago, you're letting some teacher who doesn't know you or care about you squish your dreams? Let's knock that off. And so Christian did show up to take OPP. We created a, a, a brand for him, an attitude and energy that when he stepped into it, and he was one of my students, my key students, who just did the work as it's laid out. And it's simple. I didn't say it's easy, but it's simple. And it is laid out. And then it says uh, OPP helped. Yeah. I don't know many places. So OPP has now become next level. OPP was only six weeks. Now next level is 12 weeks and half the price. Oh my gosh. So if you want someone, write this down, go to Forbes Riley's with an S, Forbes Riley's next level. And I do want to make sure that I am on time here. Let me go back to my Zoom and say hi to him. Oh, two minutes till close. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm believing that this was a very valuable training. Um, yes, you did. By the way, uh, my producer just said, your phone keeps making noises. You know what that noise is? That's someone buying my product automatically, and I'm not even promoting it. Every time you hear that little da-da-da-da, yeah, that means that someone's buying something I put up online, and I'm making money while I'm talking to you. Want to know more? Forbes Riley's Next Level. Truly, truly uh, the most interactive, and I'm doing this live with you guys. I may not do another one. It's not starting until March, March 13th. I'm going to say one of the most interactive groups of people on a mission to win, to win whatever results you believe you deserve. That's an interesting thing. I do believe that we're also going to do a little personal development in here so that you believe that you deserve all the great things that life has to offer. All right, you guys, I am Forbes Riley. I know I mentioned a bunch of links. I hope it was inspiring for you as it was for me to share some of this insight, everything from how to tweak your social media, to tweak the belief in yourself, to shadow limiting beliefs, and to hang out in our community, better known as Forbes Riley's Inner Circle on Facebook. I'm here every Wednesday, teaching, preaching, bringing you amazing guests. My guest who could not make this show next week is a rock star in his industry. You're going to want to meet him and hear what he has to say. So please join me next week right here for Forbes Factor on Voice America. Bye, you guys. I'll see you next time. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.